outside. Is a world more peaceful since the revolution? It is good to restore the natural order of things. Don't you agree? You've never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Kristen. And I'm Cheyenne. And welcome to Mando Monday. <laughs> Monday. That was a bad workout. <laughs> what do they say? This is the way. This is the way. That's the way to start it now. That's how you do it. Welcome to Mando yeah. Mondays. This is the way. There you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Good plan. No, this is the way. <laughs> so obviously, guys, you know what we're excited about. We are excited about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Episode the three, The Sin. The Sin. Yes. So... Boom, boom, <laughs> I know that initially we haven't been saying, hey, spoilers, but I've been putting into the posts and stuff because I know you guys are treading lightly for those of you who are not either able to watch it or have not watched it yet. So, spoiler pirate warning. Pirate it. <laughs> we at Kessler and Weekly do not condone pirating. No. <laughs> Throw up a big sign that says, Spoiler alert, and in the bottom, it's pirating. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So, spoiler warning. (laughs) Don't fall to the dark side, because we have to say that. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, Mando episode three. Cheyenne, how about you uh, take it away? (laughs) Um... Uh, it was incredible, uh, is my first thought. I So I shared on Facebook a gif of Spongebob going, Woo! Yeah! <laughs> because that was my exact reaction. Literally, as the episode kept going, I kept getting more excited for things. Um, so I know that when we first see him, he is he has his bounty. He has the asset um, and takes the asset to... Werner Herzog. Um, I don't remember his name. The <laughs> the, huh? He's just the client. The client. They haven't given okay. him a name, yeah. Um, so he takes him there, uh, finds little baby Yoda in a little medical table doing something. Mm-hmm. And he's like asleep or uh, 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 anesthetized. Was I the only one that was completely heartbroken and really hoping he wasn't going to turn him over? I yeah. was so upset yeah. the entire time. I was like, are you kidding right. me? And then on top of that, little baby Yoda's looking back at him. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. get the kid. What are you doing? Yeah. He made his first sound because you were giving him away. And he was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. So I had um, also amazing. Like, really great episode. I mean, I know we're only three episodes in, but right now this is probably gonna take the top spot for me it mm-hmm. was um just they really, keep getting better they yeah. do which is so exciting i yeah, loved I it so you know we got to saw, uh see um a really funny throwback actually um we talked about which one is it's um laura hood yeah yeah no, yeah, yeah the, i love uh, that ice cream love- maker <laughs> <laughs> the camtono <laughs> that was yeah. 
so funny. I literally looked at it and I was like, hold up. <laughs> you about to start some ice cream? Yeah. What flavor? Yeah. <laughs> and then Are when you he opened share? it, it was not ice cream. Yeah. No. I also I don't love that. You'd eat that. <laughs> I love that even an ice cream maker in Star Wars go. Right. When it <laughs> and then literally it everything. Is now kids around the world are going to see those and go, I wonder what's in there. What, yeah. What's mom hiding? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Grandma, what secrets do you have? <laughs> now we have to wonder yeah. what was in Real Wo- whatever his name Will was. Hoods? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what I was about to call him. I had Will right, but Ro Hood was a I think you almost called him Ro Ro, but I don't know. No, I said Will, but it was not Ro Hood. It was Lol. <laughs> so what was in his? See, I, I was thinking about that during the episode. So he's on Bespin. He's taken mm-hmm. off with it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it had to do with like the the Tabana gas that they mine. That's oh. weird that he'd be running around with an explosive gas. <laughs> or ice cream. Or it ice cream. Either. It, it either way. Just ice cream. Probably so. I'm not not dropping the ice cream thing. So. I was about to say, to be fair, I would run with ice cream. It if I it was ice not. cream, if it was <laughs> ice cream, what kind of ice cream would Will Roy Hood eat? What's his favorite? Pistachio. Pistachio. <laughs> I don't know why that hit me. It would not be pistachio. It would either be like it that. It probably like... would. Let's be honest. <laughs> I feel like he's also a mint chocolate chip kind of guy. I was going to go with a birthday cake. <laughs> All good flavors, except for go. pistachio. There you go. Something good. Something good. Pistachio. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested now. And in... What's funny to me, though, is that literally the whole ice cream maker thing spawns out of literally it being an ice cream maker and a random dude in the background running away with it and everybody's like yeah oh, what's that guy doing what's happening why is he running with an ice cream maker and then star wars is like you know what he's got That's a backstory funny. he's oh got my a name yeah. <laughs> yeah. here we'll give you more and more welcome Fun to the little Red podcast <laughs> new it's ice crazy cream maker in town boy <laughs> But yes, I agree with both of you. This one was amazing. Last episode was my favorite. Now this one is my favorite because holy crap. It was, was the last insane. Was your favorite because they said suga, suga, suga. That was, suga. I love that. Well, yeah. and that's the thing is like, I mean, I know, I know you guys know how much I love weird Star Wars and that was the weird of the weird and it was so yeah, awesome. Harry <laughs> Egg makes me want to die. <laughs> I hate it. Every time she thinks about the Harry Egg. <laughs> I love I love the the concept that that was the trade like that's hilarious to me and it is weird Star Wars. Um, it was fun, but it was like still an adventure. We saw a new creature. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a new creature. I thought it was the thing from the battle arena, but I'm not gonna ruin myself like that. Anyways, um, <laughs> and then they just like wanted to eat it. I was like, you know what? I feel like in Jawa. They would be like snacks. <laughs> snacks. They wanted. Snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Well, and yep. like I've never really been a fan of the Jawas, like because I mean, we really don't get much of them, anyways. But after that episode, I kind of like Jawas. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I when, I, when I get so my dad's fun. Jawa costume, I'm literally gonna run around and just yell Suga over and over yeah. again. Suga! I'll make sure to throw eggs at you. Oh no! <laughs> wow! And like piss some glue on and throw them in the grass really good first too. Yikes! <laughs> make sure they look nice and hairy for you, and then chunk them at you. Be like, yeah. Suga! Yes! <laughs> 
Oh, incredible. I'll film it and on our social media. Be great. We should have like Jawa games where if you're dressed up as a Jawa, you have to catch the egg in a bucket. We got to get you know, on like that. They did, uh, uh, yeah, they did like uh, field games. There you go. <laughs> the Jawa challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Incredible. It will be the new TikTok stars anyway. Oh. <laughs> Down the Jawa challenge. Hold on just a second. Put a hashtag in front of it. Make it real. There you go. <laughs> so, so talking oh. about episode three, though. I know. <laughs> that armor, though. That armor. Oh, my God. Literally. Okay. So. Prepare <clears throat> <laughs> yourself. Two, so, <laughs> in the first two, we see him gain some more armor. So, I was like, okay, that's going to be like a part of it for the rest of the season, probably. Like, maybe he'll have a full build by the end of the season. He's still not fully built, uh, question mark? I don't think um, he had leg armor. I think okay, it was, I was just still he's the same. I know some people built. were saying that he did have the leg armor. But I don't. I think it was just chest and a, uh, another uh, pauldron, I think is what she called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got a pauldron. second pauldron, he got chest, and he, I think there is more, and but I don't know. Too. His gauntlets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His whistling birdies. The, the or whispering birds. Yeah, those. <laughs> um. So like that for me was like all consuming for a minute because I was like, he is really and truly in it. He is set up. He is ready for success. He is ready to kick some butt. Um. And so I was just really pumped about that part. Um. But when she. Just like the lead up to him getting new armor also made the armor mean more to me because she, I mean, they're doing their like eh, mm -hmm. at each other, but she's like, when you choose to walk the way of the Mandalore, you become hunter and prey. And I took that and ran with it. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's incredible. She's inspiring. Who is she? And also, yeah, everybody get your lives together. Because she's right. Mm -hmm. And then he walks out in shiny armor. And I'm like, oh, he's not prey. <laughs> <laughs> he is no longer the hunted. Well, yeah. now he is. Uh, but <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, about that, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So, so little, little thing. Did you know that Jon Favreau was the one trying to take it off his helmet? He was the big Mandalorian? No, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that was so great. I saw it. Uh, I think it was Plo Cool on Instagram. Um, okay. He posted it. But yeah, John Favreau was the one in the suit, the voice, all that stuff, trying to rip the helmet off of the Mando. Wow, freaking cool armor! Like, what? yeah, I literally <laughs> just look. Imagine working at Lucasfilm and going, "Oh yeah, and this is gonna be the fight." Hey, Dave, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay, right, cool. Not Literally even going to lie, if I were them, I would do that every time. I would be in all of my episodes. Somehow, I would yeah. be in everything. Just to say that I was, I would yeah. never get anything done. I think he's <laughs> been in most stuff he's done, though, hasn't he? Because he had a he painted Iron Man, that. he was happy. And, I know he Didn't he have a part in Jungle Book? He did. I don't know what it was exactly, but he was. He did was he have voice. one in Lion King? I want to say he did. Mm -hmm. I think he's had like a small voice at least in like the things that have been like mostly animated and stuff but mm -hmm. he's always inserted himself in his work so is dave filoni though yeah I mean, dave Filoni's freaking sharper. yeah and he's also um oh what is his name the bounty hunter that i really like that has like the almost like the samurai like hat or whatever 
I can't Zubio? remember his name. Do what now? Zuvio? No, Imbo. 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 Yeah, Imbo in the Clone Wars. He's the one that throws his hat. He has the little war dog or whatever with him too. I think I know. That's Dave Filoni. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 All makes sense. Yeah. Um. But anyways, back uh, to Mandalorian again. Yeah, we really just spiral on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm not mad about it. Um. I thought it was interesting how, um, and this is kind of a small part. I don't really care to spend too much time on it. I just hope that we learn more about it in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But how he, she offered for the mud horn to be his signet. And he said it wasn't an honest kill. Mm. Uh, And how like Yoda didn't know that it was like little baby Yoda didn't know that he was the enemy, but the enemy helped him. And I'm like, I know that he says this, because it's i mean to him it's true it wasn't an honest kill mm-hmm. he has no idea what happened and he wouldn't feel okay having a mudhorn as his signet knowing what happened in the situation right but like he i feel like he also knows that he doesn't consider that baby to be an enemy i feel like it's almost to me it was like he had to say it out loud to make it true but yeah it's like one of those things like you you say it out loud and it's like that sounds weird that yeah doesn't sound right yeah, because I mean, obviously he's con- he's kind of concerned with uh, the, the 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 baby the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, even uh, Grief Karga, he asked him, "What are they going to do with it?" Well, it's the guild's policy; we don't ask. Like, but if you're that uh, worried about it, go report him to the New Republic or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry about it." And then even the client was like, "Well, we paid for your discretion." So basically, like back off <laughs> yeah. yeah i like how he asked him he's like how many how many bounties did you give out for this mm-hmm. and then we later learned that he um had to secure had to make sure that it happened yeah it's yeah. a very important asset and uh right i actually i asked a question like that on the facebook page that i'm on because um i was like i wonder who gave out all those trackers like was it only the client did other people have trackers for him Mm -hmm. um and i somebody had mentioned like oh well he mentioned it that he wanted to make sure that he got the asset and i'm like okay well then the mandalorian must have been the only other person that ran into the doctor because he's the only one that thought to take it in alive everybody else was ready to kill a baby that's true so the just the significance of the doctor stumbling in is important Mm -hmm. We know that he let him live, so that's important. So we know that he's going to come back. Right. And that's important. <laughs> I am wondering if uh, if Dr. Pershing will come back. Because especially when he went and he took him away, took a little baby away from him, uh, he was like, he's the only reason he's, al- I'm the only reason he's alive, is what he kept saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was trying to take care of him. I was trying to make sure nothing happened to him and everything. It's because of me that he still lives and stuff like yeah. that. So I wonder if the doctor's going to come back into play. I still want to know what they want with him. Yeah. Because they're talking about extracting the material. Mm -hmm. What material do you think y'all, do y'all think it was? The Metachlorians. Yeah. You think Either that or DNA. I I mean, because the options at this point are Metachlorians for force stuff Mm -hmm. um, or uh, cloning DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and here's the thing is people keep asking uh, do you think that Mandalorian and episode nine have anything to do with each other? I don't Mm-mm. in a tie in perspective, but now that I'm thinking things out loud and this could be dumb as I say it. So I'm just going to say it and see what happens. Um, but if I think about the fact that if they did take midi chlorians, can they take midi chlorians? They can only take the blood. Mm-hmm. 
but and then count the many chlorians but that we know of yeah does that mean that palpatine is somewhere see i wondered that i wondered that too to be honest with you because if they're anything that they're doing with this so for one i want to know who commissioned them Mm-hmm. Because there is no empire, mm-hmm. they're basically just warlords at this point. Just like Grief Karga says, they're the empire's gone. They're warlords and gangsters at this point, mm-hmm. and so and, and I still don't believe that the client is an actual imperial. Like, right. I, I I don't trust any of that. Um, but I I, I still want to know what they are doing with them because what would be the purpose in cloning it for one? Um, mm-hmm. I could see maybe trying to harvest the DNA to unlock like immortality kind of deal the slow mm-hmm. aging process but oh yeah okay. yeah it feels mm, it feels the like 50 it's freaking baby right I mean. so maybe this is the thing that you need in order to slow yourselves down from decay or something like that mm. um i don't think that it's going to be a direct tie-in to uh rise of skywalker but no. rebels wasn't either but we got concepts from rebels in last jedi and rogue one and all these other kind of things and so I think that it'll be a way to introduce a new idea, I think, mm-hmm. especially if the child lives through this horrible ordeal. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, technically <clears throat> from this point, we're looking at another 25 years. So is it just going to be like an adolescent at this point or because we really well, don't know how it ages? Because I think uh, Yoda was fully mature at 100. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw a post saying that Yoda was training at 100. Yeah. Training other Jedi at 100. Yeah. So I'm like... So it stands to reason that in the next 10 to 15 years, his growth should definitely accelerate, in a way. Yeah. I would imagine. Can somebody draw a teenage hipster Yoda? (laughs) That's what I want to see. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like what they did with Groot. (laughs) Not my mom, you aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Sassy Yoda. <laughs> right. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Uh him and that shiny ball. Oh. I so I didn't even I missed that entire first thing when the whole the show literally opens up and he's like, oh <laughs> and it gets out and he's like, oh. <laughs> uh I missed all of that the first time I watched oh. it. Yeah. Um so then the ending had the ending of that had more significance to me after mm-hmm. I noticed that. So I just wanted to mention that because keep an eye out on your whole screen, people. Grab <laughs> the Mandalorian lovingly. Yeah, it's fine. Well, and I thought it was just so sweet because I mean, at first, like we were debating kind of with the last episode if, if he was even going to try to give him up. Period. Because the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, no, nah, he can't. Like he seems mm-hmm. like he's starting to kind of get feelings a little bit. Like he's feeling right. a little shaky about this. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, he still goes through, he still delivers the bounty. So it's not necessarily that he didn't complete the job, so he shouldn't have been paid. He right. completed the job, technically. And he's just better then than... he also he... came back and went John Wick on everybody. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, like, I don't yeah. think he would have been able to, like, I don't want to say live with himself, because that's dramatic, but I don't think he would have been able to process the whole thing if he hadn't turned him in. Mm-hmm. And then gone back to and thought about it, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I think that if he had just kept the baby, he would have just been like, I'm breaking the guild. I'm breaking the rules. I'm, what am I doing with this baby? And then something else worse would have happened. Yeah. I think it was smart for him to initially turn the baby in because, I mean, he got some really cool armor out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that he yeah. wouldn't have gotten. He desperately needed. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have gotten. <laughs> so, you know, but you can tell throughout the episode that, that his intentions were not really to go back. 
at first. Yeah. Like, he turned the baby in. He's like, I'm going to get my armor. I'm going to do me. Because, I mean, he gets in his ship because he goes to get a new bounty and gets in his ship. And he's like, I'm going to go. And then he's like, crap. Turns <laughs> yeah. Cra- he yeah. turns his ship off and gets off and decides to go investigate to see what's happening with the baby. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you can tell that, you know, it was just a internal struggle for him as to what was happening and what would Absolutely. happen. Most definitely. Um, I also think something internal with him, good little segue there. Um, every time that he's in the uh, blacksmith shop, uh, he sees more and more of the battle mm-hmm. and not like more as in lengthwise, more as in more of the frame. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't see any droids in the first Mm-mm. episode. And the then only in reason we knew they were there is because it was in the trailer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in this one, we see the droids in the background, or we see a B two like come after them or something. Mm-hmm. They did um, hurt him. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> but then the droid was like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> right. So I'm I'm in utter panic until episode four comes out and I find out what happened. Oh yeah, most like, definitely. Because I, I really mm-hmm. want to know. Because I still want to know more about this foundling thing. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know if he's actually like. A Mandalorian as in like he is from Mandalore or mm-hmm. Concord Dawn or is he whatever this foundling thing is and it's like orphans they're taking in and training as Mandalorians. That's yeah. more so what I'm thinking that he is, especially yeah. if they're building his armor and he is the age that he is because he seems older. But I could be wrong. That's fair. I feel like. I would be disappointed if he wasn't Mandalorian. Really? You know what I mean? I think I think that I would. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't. It would not affect me in any way. I would be like, oh, and then get over it and keep watching. But I just in general, I I do think that if he was on Mandalore and then he was found mm-hmm. <laughs> and like taken in that that's what they would consider a foundling is like somebody that they found and are having to recover. Like, it's not just like something that they always had. Like they didn't always have foundlings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because of this event that they create, that they dubbed the name, they're a foundling Mm -hmm. because they didn't have parents when we found them, but they are Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Okay. I can, I can see that. Cause yeah. Cause then you wouldn't have the family armor that is, tradition for them and things like that that gets passed on so you wouldn't have that Mm -hmm. thinking about it though so we see him and his we're supposing that these are his parents being attacked by separatists however as far as we know mandalore was not ever directly attacked they tried Hmm. the closest they got to any kind of attack like that was the shadow collective so I'm wondering if this is maybe earlier in the Clone Wars at this point then. Okay. Or I, I don't know. Because, I mean, it's not necessarily impossible for him to still be a Mandalorian. But yeah. if, if this is actually happening during the Clone Wars and this is what we're seeing, then he would have had no reason to leave Mandalore. Or even have been allowed to with Death Watch yeah. and Shadow Collective. And because once Maul took over, there's no telling what could have happened. There's so many things. Right. So well, that's why I'm kind of starting to lean towards now that it's not Clone Wars that we're seeing. Yeah. I'm wondering if, because I think we mentioned in the first episode 
that we did a review on that it might be the, like the droid gatra the yeah the, the kind of like the mob the, the droid mob. mob basically yeah. the uh gangsters mm-hmm. and so i wonder if this might could be it and he's not as old as we think he is yeah but, I, I feel mean, like his, he's his not ship old. does I predate like clone wars so. be like middle aged yeah i would ass- if if that mm-hmm. i mean i, I guess it really know. depends on the state that mandalore was left in after yeah um the siege of mandalore well, and that's the thing, too. It's like their clothes don't necessarily look Mandalorian, but that's because we've only always seen Mandalorians in armor. Mm-hmm. But like even when we I'd have to I'd have to find the episode of like Satine addressing all of Mandalore. I was about to say the, the, the their clothing style on Mandalore itself, where like, they they wear robe like <laughs> things. I've never seen okay. the bright red, but that style is is what they wear. Okay, okay, good to know. Because yeah. I was like, I'd have to like look at the scene and see what I can find. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. Kristen, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, the part where they kind of start fighting, you know, down there before he gets his armor made, you know, they make a point to say that they have to hide and stuff. So, I mean, I just wonder, obviously, like we're talking about what happened to Mandalore and where we see it in the Why timeline. Why do they have to hide? Yeah, yeah I mean, something, something had to have happened because as you said you're hunter and prey so i feel like i almost feel like it had to be almost like a miscommunication kind of situation almost or where they're like oh they attacked blah blah blah. so now people just think of mandalorian as like the enemy so they know if they go out and try to form their own like clan i guess again and be in the open that it won't last because they'll just be attacked by something they could have been branded like terrorists exactly. during the, the time yeah. of the empire. So now people, I mean, because you see every time he walks into an open space, people are like, they're nervous. Yeah, they look at him like they've heard the stories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they don't. Not necessarily <clears throat> made about be stories about him. It could just be Mandalorians in general. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what stories have been told to other people about Mandalorians. Same thing like how Jedi's and stuff. Remember, like with the kids, like in Rebels and stuff, they never really known about Jedi's. They just mm-hmm. heard about the myths. They didn't know yeah, because Jedi's are real. So right. we don't know what weird stories have been passed out about Mandalorians at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, they're, they're such a, a culture that would have stories passed down about Absolutely. it. So like, makes right. sense. Um, they don't play. <laughs> they're yeah, very exactly. good at what they do. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> before we get into one of my favorite parts, um, I should probably say, no, yeah, my second favorite part. Um, why do you guys think the tractor the trackers reactivated when they like like the client didn't have something to hit a button? I'm assuming the doctor would not hit a button. And um the only things I can think of are if like the machine was blocking the signal or the building that he was in was blocking the signal, but why would the trackers reactivate? I think outside of like to have hit it to be honest. Yeah, outside think, of like the storyline. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> convenient story plot. Um, I think that somebody hit a button because at that point, I mean, you have alarms going off when he literally just rambos through the wall and, and everything. And then he takes out literally every stormtrooper that's still there. The client's mm-hmm. nowhere to be found, but Dr. <gasps> Pershing's still there. So I'm wondering if Dr. Pershing may have alerted the client. The client could mm-hmm. have hit it or Dr. Pershing himself could have. And the scared little doctor in a corner was just an act. Mm-hmm. Which Ooh. I don't know. He's kind of he's, he's kind of skittish, anyways. So. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't. 
That wasn't big old thing. That wasn't an act. Just oh, wait till he's gone. Okay, hit the button. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that everyone in the freaking guild had one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. Incredible. <laughs> Makes for a great fight scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did. Shoot, as soon as he started disintegrating people, everybody Woo! started looking at each other like, is this worth it? Are we getting paid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go after that baby? I'm not going after that baby. Let's go get a drink. Right. Yeah, let's go. Gotta go. Bye. Tina, man. Let's, let's do this. I need a drink I, after this. I posted about this too. I was like, no disintegrations means so much more to me now. Oh, right? <laughs> so much more because it's funny. No disintegrations. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> wow. Right. And I didn't, I'll be honest with you, didn't even register with me when he was disintegrating Jawas. Didn't even think about it. I thought, oh, he's got like a cool bullet that does that. Mm -hmm. Dummy. <laughs> but then I watched this and I was like, oh my God, that's what they mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> no disintegration. <laughs> no disintegration. That really? makes me wonder what Boba had disintegrations with. Because this guy has a mean rifle. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, that whole showdown with the bounty hunters and everything was epic. 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 It was so great. Carl like, Weathers saying, I'm your only hope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Right. Oh, like, and backtracking a little bit. The Whispering Birds mm -hmm. in action was freaking mm -hmm. cool. Because like when he started to set Baby Yoda down, I was like, wait, you're going to leave him in the middle and then you're going to fight <laughs> all these guys? And he's yeah. like, nope. Click. No. Boom. Yeah. I was like, I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> yeah, for real. You'll get a nerf version of those. There you go, the nerf version. Oh, yeah. that would suck. <laughs> you imagine getting hit by one of those? Yeah, for yeah, real. It would hurt real bad. It's like the little rubber balls that they do now instead of the darts. Those are what? awful. That sounds Jackson horrible. Jackson hit me with some of those the last That's Christmas good. I was over there. They suck. <laughs> mm. I can't imagine. <laughs> so this is my second favorite scene i'll tell you my first favorite scene if it's not already predictable at the end but second favorite scene Kristen, you wrote it down too oh yeah <laughs> yeah jetpacks <laughs> <laughs> i can't fly a jetpack on battlefront 2 but 25 different mandos in jetpacks show up and i am here for it right <laughs> all i'm saying I swear, if I if that were ever in a game, I would literally turn around and go, nope. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not walking out of that one alive. <laughs> yeah, tuck and roll all the way back into the canteen. Right. It literally reminded me. It was funny because uh, somebody on Instagram posted a, a meme that said uh, spoilers without, with no context. And it was the scene from Iron Man 3 where Iron Man activates all of his Iron Man suits. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love stuff like that. That's so it was funny. so great. Oh, that's good. hilarious. But when they showed up, I, like I just wasn't expecting that. Yeah, like, I was literally the whole time going, "How was he getting out of this one?" Because I mean, yeah. he was managing. In all For fairness, he was managing. He was. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody would have like gotten the jump on him, that would have been the only reason he wouldn't have made it out of there. Mm -hmm. Like, or at least like he would have made it out, but the baby might not have. Like, the baby would have gotten taken. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If they had just incapacitated him. They would have just left him and then they would have grabbed the asset. Like, yeah, that's all I could think of. But yeah, that happened. I audibly screamed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, what? And I think I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was it incredible. It was freaking fantastic. 
Yeah. It was, um, it was literally Mando's assemble. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. yeah. And they also, um, I didn't even, it didn't, I don't even really know how this happened. I saw this comment as I was watching the Mando, um, or chapter three, but they said something about a rocketeer salute. And then literally oh, yeah. I looked up and I saw that scene and I was like, uh, what? Yeah, the, the part where he's like, I gotta get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. funny. Yeah, the little salute that he does as from a rocketeer. Yeah, and I literally was like, oh, Jetpack is on the shopping list? Right. Bring it on. Bring it on. Literally, what are... Do they make their jetpacks out of Beskar? Does that make sense? I don't know. Only I I don't think so, but I'm basing that off of the fact that Boba got hit by a a stick and went flying. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we saw that. I don't think it's the best car if it's that fragile. So. That's fair. So but that was you? Boba. So, <laughs> yeah, big True. loser. Um, I'm curious about what's going to happen to the Mandos now because as he was leaving with said baby, um, he was <laughs> like, "Well, now we've got to relocate the guild." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So their whole little, I think. Enclave, I think, is, oh, is that what he said? something like that. I don't make sense. He said something, but at first him. I thought he said coven, and I was like, that's definitely not it. I don't know. <laughs> what he said, but essentially, they have to relocate now. Yeah, they have to all relocate, and so. But my thing is like, so why do they have to? Why why do they have to abide by this only one above ground at any given time? Because like eventually you've got to think, okay, you don't all look the same. So if you're going one above ground at a time. Somebody's gonna go. Okay, where are these different manas coming from? Like, I'm wondering if people like if because of whatever their story is, mm-hmm. like whatever legend has been passed around, that they're trying to make it seem like they're scarce, mm-hmm. but also that like they should be feared. You know, like yeah. somehow combining the kind scare. Boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good. Uh, what analogy that's yeah. the right one um because i mean if they that's the thing if they just pop up and they're in different armor you're just kind of like oh <laughs> and another one comes out two days later and you're like oh who knows where they come from you don't want to yeah they're just very ominous yeah and i think that's kind of part of their their look mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I did like getting a look into their culture as well I thought that that was really cool with the whole this is the way and everything. And then the fact that him when him and the John Favreau Mando <laughs> square off, the first oh thing he God. tries to do is rip his helmet off. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a game, yep. sir. Like, it, it's yeah. almost, it reminded me of like somebody trying to knock someone's hat off or whatever. It's like, we will throw hands, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no games. Um. Honestly, overall, the, that, those are my thoughts. Those were my favorite moments or things that I thought should were worth mentioning. Outside of my final thought being that whole Mandalorian as a whole from one to three, and I'm sure continuing on forever. It's gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's so like scum and villainy, mm-hmm. but pretty. And I don't get it, but I love it. And that, to me, like, oh, I just can't get over that, first well, of all. Something I learned about what they're doing with the, the visual effects is that they're <laughs> using a, a a video game engine for the, the backdrops, which makes it 
look so real. So they're not going with your traditional green screen or CGI. They're actually using, like, I can't remember what the video game engine's called, but they're actually using video game engine effects for all of the backdrops, which makes that's it incredible. more in world and everything. Yeah. So that's why it makes it so realistic rather than him walking across a green screen. Yeah. Which is really awesome. cool. Which again, leave it up to Lucasfilm to innovate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like let's move um, again. let's move away from green screen. Everybody's doing that now. Everybody's doing that. Video games. Try. That's where we're going. Video games. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I love that. Oh, and my my top favorite scene. Baby Yoda with the shiny ball. Absolutely. Yeah. Messed up. It melts my heart. It really yeah. does. I yeah. love Baby Yoda. Oh yeah. I don't need What'd anything other than that. The cutest picture you could ever imagine. Of Baby Yoda. Of Baby Yoda. Of Baby Yoda. Oh. <laughs> I can't get enough. Hell. I really can't. <laughs> you know what? I've never even thought until just now when I saw that. It's that? like a dog. He has to grow into his ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious i'm done for <laughs> oh man i'm just like i'm so happy that so far so far so good i haven't seen anybody going why does everybody like baby yoda mm-hmm. because everybody is allowed to love baby yoda he is our child because we have we a will heart. Protect him. <laughs> yeah. At all costs. Or her, or it, or they. But we're protecting it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I guess this is my kind of like my closing of the Mandalorian. Um, but can feel free to bring up anything else you guys think of. I love the credit music. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. It's when that music me. hits, I'm just like Yes, <laughs> it's growing oh. on me because I'll I'll admit the first episode I wasn't a fan of it. Oh, um, I actually when I was watching it with my family, the first thing that my mom said was, or, or, "Is this a Rocky scene? Like this is a training <laughs> montage?" Because the first time you hear it is when they're on the Borgs. Like, yeah, da-da-da, da-da-da-da. It, like reminds me of an old western, but yeah. like, it, but it should like it, exactly it's exactly got the vibe of it to me. It really does. Um, but the more I've been hearing it, the more like, because as soon as the credits started rolling, I started singing it right there. Nice. <laughs> Got to dance into it. Like, it, I, I like, I love it. I, mm-hmm. I love all the music that they're doing. It's different, but it still sounds Star Warsy. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just really cool. Um, I love it so much. So, so what do we think is going to happen next? So mm-hmm. Mandalorian's on the run, protecting his child. He's going to get mm. hunted down. Yeah, because they all yeah. have the tracking tracking fobs. A lot of them are probably going to die, though. Most of them are probably going to... All of them are probably going to die. Let's you just know, go ahead and be honest. There's got to be some that have the tracking <laughs> fobs still. That are except for Dominic Pace's character, Gecko. Um, That's the only one that needs to survive, because he looks... Cool. I, no, Dominic's <laughs> alive, though. So uh, they... Cargo. Oh, yeah, that. So, what? Grief Cargo gets shot, but gets shot mm-hmm. in the best car. Yes. So, do you think that that was intentional or a mistake? I'm sure. Because mm. he showed him where it came from. Yeah, he pulled it out. And he was pulled like, it out right there. Oh, see, okay, I missed that. Missed that entirely. So <laughs> I think it was on. Uh, I think it was on purpose. I think he doesn't want to kill him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he yeah. just wanted him out of the way. And I think shooting him in the best car was kind of like, uh, "This is my warning shot for you, friend." <laughs> right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Kid. yeah like, <laughs> the best car may not be there next time where I shoot you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He could have shot him I... in the head. He could have shot him anywhere. You're right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of shot in the head. 
Do we think IG 11's coming out somewhere? Because he didn't get shot directly into the heart central wiring harness. Yep. I th- I think that he is coming back, and he's going to be coming back with his tracking fob. Ooh. <laughs> I think Ooh, that he'll that be back with his tracking fob. Yeah. I wonder if he comes back and he's like, oh, hello, friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see you found the asset. <laughs> yeah, I remember you. It's Please so provide odd. me with the asset. <laughs> Initiating self-destruct. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 Literally holds baby Yoda and goes initiating self destruct. Right. Like, no. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. I feel like next, and I only I say this from pure unknowing, uncertain speculation. They changed the cover art. <laughs> so oh on yeah, Disney Plus, you're right on uh, Disney so Plus. Yeah, I think we're gonna meet Cara Dune next. Oh, I hope so. I'm excited um, to see her character in action. Yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know where they're going to be going. Obviously, like some some other planet, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, um, into hiding. Maybe that's when we see something like tattooing more so. I know that we were thinking that that might have been like the first place because it was cantina based. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think where all of her, I've seen all of her scenes, they look more tattooing. Mm-hmm. They obviously might not be at all, but um, I think that they're gonna they're gonna meet next. I hope I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, because I'm be wondering. Really cool. Because do we know, is she a bounty hunter? Uh, no, she's a ex-rebel. Or, okay. sorry, not ex-rebel. Yeah, no, ex-rebel. She used to be a rebel. Yeah. She was okay. part of the rebel alliance. Okay. And a traitor. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe they're, like, at some hideout or hangout or something, and mm-hmm. he goes into hiding and encounters all of them sort of deal. You know? That would be cool. I think that would be really interesting to see. Yeah. Surely That's she's not coming after the kid. No. Surely. No, she better not. <laughs> Take her butt. Kristen, what do you think? What's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> I am really excited to see her, though. I've been wanting her since episode one. So, I don't know, though. I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I need to be Friday. All right. I need to be Friday already. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Also, the end, end credits, like the concept art they keep showing... It's fantastic. I love every bit of it. And I've saved it all to my phone every time somebody posts it. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Um, so did we have any other final thoughts or anything like that about the episode? I don't think so. I love it. I love the Mandalorian. Same. Well, you, Kristen. I love it. Yes. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So cool. So I think we're all really excited to see episode four, um, which comes out this mm-hmm. coming Friday. Yeah. Um, which I'm very excited about. Um, I, I love that this whole releasing it week by week. I love it and hate it simultaneously because yeah. I just, I want to consume it all now. But the fact that we can keep the conversation going week to week and not know what's coming is is kind of fun for me. So yeah. I know a lot of people don't like the the weekly thing, but I, I love it. I think it's yeah. really good for the show. It's a very smart move. Yeah. yeah. Especially for I a agree. new show like that because, I mean, usually... With Netflix, especially, like you have the whole binge model, and yeah. you've got people ripping it apart after they've already seen an entire episode and they, or entire season and stuff. And it's like, man, just yeah. enjoy it. Well, not <laughs> only that, but it's just like then because then you see it, you consume it, and it's it's so fast and gone. There is no time to digest it, mm-hmm. and then also like then you need more content, 
Right. Disney ain't ready for that yet because they have all their old content first. Right. We're paying for nostalgia at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're all just in thoroughly enjoying our childhood and then like the Mandalorian and Jeff Goldblum. That's Mm -hmm. about it. There you go. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Yeah. And a few other things. There are, there are very good originals on there. I've heard high school musical, the musical, the series is going to make me cry. I haven't done it yet. The Forky series is hilarious. The Forky series is funny. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons are funny. A lot of people I know haven't seen those before, which is crazy. So mm-hmm. you, if you guys haven't seen those, go watch them. <laughs> go watch Potato Land. It's funny. Potato um, Land. <laughs> uh, Rebecca will back me up. Potato Land is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like they, I mean, they can't afford to have it in a binge model right now because they would have to have more content to give us. Mm-hmm. And this is our content right now. Yes. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait yeah. to see what comes next. And just the overall story. I'm I'm ready for it. It, it yeah. so far so far it has gained my entire trust. Not that it needed yeah. to, but at the same time, I'm yeah. here for it. Hail Filoni. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Favreau. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So I guess we'll go ahead and we'll end it there. Um guys, thank you for hanging out with us for Mando Monday. We really appreciate you coming by and uh watching or listening, however you're getting this. And uh, be sure to check out uh, more things that we have. I know I know, we're asking for more, 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 all that good stuff, but we have a ton of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Last count I saw on our uh, on our Podbean, 158 episodes, guys. We, we've been doing it. <laughs> and in these last couple of weeks where we've kind of been back in full swing, we've got a lot of stuff coming out. <laughs> a lot of, basically something happening almost every day. Uh, yeah. Cheyenne, your show is back. Yeah. Clone Wars Commentary. Uh, check it out on the Kessel Run Weekly website or anywhere you get your podcasts. I promise it gets better. Bear with me. <laughs> there are times where I was by myself. There are times where I was with You're other people. You're seeing the process. <laughs> yeah, you are literally seeing me grow as a podcaster. First of all, a, a, an alone podcaster. And then <laughs> and then a person with Star Wars friends. So <laughs> please bear with me. It does get better. We're almost done with season one. I think we have ha- the other half of the season that's going to come out um, within the next few months or the next month or two. It should be done. Um, season two, I kick it off with Disney Universe podcast. And then Summer and I had a really good recording session um, for season two, episodes five through eight. So please go listen to that one. It's I loved it. It was so fun. Anyways. Can't wait. Um, yeah, we got uh, episodes one through ten out right now, guys. So there's plenty of Clone Wars commentary to di- digest. Let us know what you like. Um, if you loved it, all that good stuff. What you want to hear more of, all that. <laughs> and I'm sure Cheyenne would love to hear it. Yes, please. Leave <laughs> a review. Absolutely, yeah. Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're getting your podcast. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, if you want to talk more with us, continue the conversation. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Kesselron Weekly. Or you can find Cheyenne at CJerica on Instagram or at CJerica95 on Twitter. Nice. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm getting it. it. I'm getting it. <laughs> so, yeah, guys. So, talk with us. We're lonely. <laughs> Give us Star Wars love. <laughs> love us. No. <laughs> <laughs> so cool guys thank you for stopping by for mando monday we really appreciate it uh, look for these every single monday um and our episode that's gonna be coming out this wednesday for thank the maker it was a fun yeah. one so you're gonna yeah. love it uh so guys until next time my name is danny i'm Kristen, and i'm cheyenne and may the force be with you always this is the way this is the way <laughs>